back. Um, I'm sure you noticed the lack of musical intro, and that is because I am solo this week, guys. Uh, Angie is moved in to her new apartment, but in the process of getting herself settled in. So I said, I'll give this a shot. Let's see what recording solo is like. Um, I will preface this by saying there is no poison, no pick your poison in this week's episode. I have poisoned myself sufficiently over the last weekend between a Valentine's Day, Super Bowl, all the things. So for better or for worse, what you're getting today is 100% sober pee. So we'll see how this goes. I'm not entirely sure what you all are in for. Hopefully, you know, it makes you feel warm and cozy listening to just me, you know, on a tirade of sorts. Um, you know, my goal is to make you feel like you're just chatting with your friends. So we'll see, we'll see how this goes guys. Um, this one will definitely be shorter because there's just no way on earth that I can possibly talk to myself (laughs) for an hour plus as Angie and I usually do. Um, I inevitably always have to edit down our podcast. So I just don't see a world where I can possibly talk for that long. So if you guys are into shorter episodes, this is the one for you. (laughs) Um, but welcome back guys. Um, like I said, there's no poison. I'm really just going to be freestyling, have a few topics um, at hand that I'd like to discuss this week just to stay on track with our current events. So um, we'll dive in. The first thing I want to talk about though, so as I was thinking about, I never intro the podcast, right? Angie always does it. She does it in song form. It's beautiful. Um, so I was trying to think of how to intro and you know what I was thinking it was I feel like other podcasts, like I listen to the Morning Toast podcast and they call their listeners the toasters, right? Super cute. Like every celebrity has the Beehive, uh, the Rihanna Navy, like they have their own little name for, you know, Lady Gaga's monsters for their listeners and, and, and followers and fans, right? I was like, what would the high heels, low morals listeners be called? Like, if you have ideas, let me know. Cause I genuinely have no idea how to make that into something cute. Like the degenerates, you know, <laughs> everyone with low morals, <laughs> come on down. Um, oh God, I'm making myself laugh alone. This is funny. Um, I don't know guys. What do you want to be called? High heels, low morals, the moralers. <laughs> That's so bad. I don't think anyone would want to be called that ever. Um, so that's going to keep me up at night until I figure it out just a heads up. So I don't know if you have any ideas, any ideas, let me know. Um, I am recording this on Valentine's day. Happy belated Valentine's day to everyone out there. Um, Bobby and I actually celebrated over the weekend, which I think is the pro tip is the pro move is to celebrate not on actual Valentine's day. It's so crazy. Also, I would love to hear, this is why we need Angie. So I can give you the married perspective. (laughs) <laughs> this is our first married Valentine's day. We went to dinner on Saturday, which was cute today. I'm here recording this podcast. Actually, this is how I'm spending Valentine's day. So it's not as cute as maybe some of, some of you out there may enjoy Valentine's day and all the cutesiness of it. It's not for me. Um, I'm fairly certain that you would hear the same take from Angie, not into the cuteness, but you know, for all the lovers out there, I hope you're enjoying yourselves and for everyone still waiting on a Valentine or just celebrating with themselves. Cheers to you too. You know, that matters. Self-love is a thing. And I feel like if we're going to go down the train track of inclusivity, that should also include Valentine's day, right? Self-love is a form of love inclusivity. Um, 
I don't really have much more to say on Valentine's Day. I really want to jump to the Super Bowl, guys. So if you know me, if we're friends, you know that the Super Bowl in my family is my dad's Christmas. He always takes the day after off. It is a holiday personally for him. And he always throws the Super Bowl party. So if you're part of my life, you know that the Roman house is where it's at for Super Bowl Sunday. So, you know, the halftime show was a big deal. It was the first time that it was just hip hop artists, like, you know, cause we've had features here and there and we've had artists like Beyonce that yes, is hip hop, but also can be considered pop. This was the first time that it was a full hip hop portfolio. And not just that, some of the most iconic uh, death row, you know, Dr. Dre and his crew all at the same time. And I'm not going to lie. So I don't think Angie and I have talked about this on here, but we've had these conversations about like how music festivals are just getting out of hand. That emo festival that's coming up in Vegas has like a thousand different bands playing in one day. I don't understand how that works. I kind of had that same feeling with the Super Bowl show because I was like, that's a lot of artists. And they added more, right? Like 50 Cent came out of nowhere. Um, Anderson Pac was there, but he was just drumming. He didn't actually sing or perform. Um, and I do feel like it was a lot of artists for the time frame that they had. However, personally, I feel like it was absolutely iconic. Everyone killed it. It was Snoop Dogg, Dre. Uh, Mary J. Blige, my girl, I was singing at the top of my lungs when she started singing No More Drama. No more pain. It was so good. And then somehow she ended up on the floor. Unclear what led to those events. She was wearing very high boots and what looked like a very tight outfit. So hoping that Mary's okay. But her performance was incredible. Uh, Eminem, amazing, saying Lose Yourself. I went back to middle school. And mom's spaghetti. I mean, that's all we have to say, right? Then who else did we have? Who remember 50 Cent came out of nowhere? All the joke, you know, he was mimicking the uh in the club video where he was like hanging upside down. Uh, all the memes. I'm sure you've seen the memes at this point. He's a whole dollar due to inflation. You know, it was it was my immediate response was that it was brave. It was brave of him to wear that tank top in the way that he did. But, you know, again, here for it. If that's what Fofty is looking like these days, then he should wear that tank top loud and proud. Why not? But anyway, um, who else did we have? Who am I missing? Did we talk about Kendrick? Kendrick came on, performed some of his hits. He did like a little intro of Mad City and then went into uh, We Gonna Be All Right, which is one of my favorites. Um, yeah, and then it went back to Dre. He closed us out. So it was an iconic show. And I think we should have more. I mean, I don't know. Not that it should always be hip hop because I know there's so many other genres out there. But I'll tell you this. The Weeknd didn't do it for me. Okay, so we're we're headed in the right direction. Um, and it was great. Now, I will say this. So my favorite thing to do is after the Super Bowl, after the sports people have finished taking over the television, I like to go back and watch some of the other iconic halftime shows of our time, right? Of course, where we start is JLo and Shakira, right? Because you can't match the level of performance, the production of it, the ins and outs, the way we move between Shakira. We had Bad Bunny. We had Jay Balvin. You had things coming at you, but it all made sense, right? It wasn't random things flying at you. They didn't move too quickly. It was such a perfect pace. 
and so much jam packed into one performance. So to me in my lifetime, I think JLo and Shakira is up there with Aerosmith, NSYNC and Britney walk this way. Cause that to me is top tier. I know the production levels aren't the same because the technology was not there. We didn't have flying drones. We didn't have all these lights and whatever, but that to me is top tier. Now, after that, we had, I, we watched Lady Gaga, which was also incredible. Not quite as good as JLo and Shaq though. So if we start comparing, you know, Dre and crew, Dre and co to some of these other performances, I don't think the production level was up there. They kind of made the set like it was a, a music video shoot, right? And everyone kind of had their own compartment of like where the cameras were when they were performing. But I think that's the only way that they could have had so many artists with unique sets was to kind of set it up in that way where it's just one large set and then the cameras move. So it wasn't as like wowing production wise, I would say they probably could have used a few more lights and fireworks and all that stuff to make it like the boom Super Bowl effect that I think we want out of a halftime show. But um, I think it was absolutely fantastic. And I hope to see more, you know, I did, um, in the Roman household, as soon as the super, uh, as the halftime show ended, my dad is very as passionate. I get this from somewhere, right? Papa Roman is just as passionate about these things as I am. Okay. He came in heated and very certain and passionate about the fact that the halftime show sucked. Now I did not agree. And he immediately said, you know, you can't tell me that that was as good as you two as I think he said cold rolling stones, rolling stones. He said, and then he said, Michael Jackson and Prince to which I said, sir, half of your catalog is dead. So would I have loved to see a Michael Jackson performance? Absolutely. But that's not on the table. So here we are. Okay. I, the rolling stones are not relevant anymore. I'm sorry. I don't know how they're still performing. It is beyond my belief. It's, uh, they should be studied, honestly. Like I know they're on drugs. What drugs have they taken? Did they take, were they taking in the seventies that has allowed them to still be standing and performing to this day in 2022. Okay. I don't want to see that. And YouTube sucks. I'm sorry. Is like, is there a YouTube fan out there? I would really love to know if I've offended you with that statement because I truly don't believe that YouTube fans exist. So, what are we left with? You know what I mean? It's I, so I explained to him. Listen, I had to have a come to Jesus moment to explain this because I said, "We are now the demographic. This is no longer for you, sir. It is for the millennials. We are the core demographic. We are the ones purchasing tickets. We are the one purchasing cable. We are the one paying paying for things at this point. We are the ones that they are catering to. And I'm here for it, right? Well, obviously I am because I'm the demographic. I want to hear what I want to hear and see what I want to see. But it was, it was, I feel like I really made my point, but at the same time, I had the sad realization that I, at the ripe age of 30 years old, am an elder. Here we are. We're getting halftime shows for us, but you know, just take it for what it is and enjoy the show guys. So that's what it was. Um, I'm sure if Angie were here, she would have much more to say about the halftime show, but um, that's my take. I'm here for it. And I hope we get more of the same. Um, if you've been listening, if you're an avid listener, you know that I, I'm always here to, to give you an update on Kim and Kanye and Kardashians in general. 
And I would love to give you an update. I really would from the bottom of my heart. Nothing would make me happier than to be able to provide you with an accurate update on what's happening with Kim and Kanye. But at this point, I don't, I'm not certain that there's a human being on this planet that can give you an accurate take on everything that's happened in the last, when was the last time we talked? A week ago? In the last week. Kanye is unhinged. He is. And um, he's a creative genius, in my opinion. He is an artist. There's a lot of ebb and flow with Kanye, right? But um, as of today, the 14th, Monday, February 14th, he's posting his personal text messages with Kim, posting his personal messages with Pete Davidson, Pete trying to reach out and say, you know, the way you raise your kids is your business, not mine. Um, I will say, I find it funny. <laughs> Some of it, it's a, it's, it's a family and there's children involved. So in that sense, it's not funny, but he keeps calling Pete Davidson skeet and I live. Sorry. Like if you don't find skeet, funny, <laughs> he posted guys, he posted a text between him and Kim and Kim's trying to be serious saying like, somebody's going to hurt Pete. You need to stop. And then <laughs> Kanye's like, listen, I told my followers not to hurt him. Okay. Um, I, you know, he kind of said something that started serious. Like I will forever try and protect my family and I don't want anything bad to happen to ski. <laughs> and just the thought of him calling him ski to Kim is just golden to me. I'm here for it. I also, so his new album, Donda 2 drops next week and I guess he's doing the um like you know he always does like a listening experience concert and usually they're in LA and whatever so he's doing his for Donda 2 here in Miami next Tuesday and I I went on and um I'm gonna be honest I tried to get tickets I did I I logged on and and I said I I want to be there for that because in my my train of thought was it can go one of two ways right number one I'll witness a creative genius in his element it'll be historic, a moment in time, wonderful. Or, or I will witness a train wreck of historic proportions. And either way, I want to be a part of it. Sign me up. I mean, I don't know if you agree, but it's just either like manic, good, manic, bad, manic in the creative artist direction or manic in the self-destructive direction. I mean, it's a show. A show's a show. Am I right? Oh God, don't say am I right. That's terrible. So, you know, I would love to give you the full lowdown on um, all things Kanye, but I just, I simply can't. I'm not going to make you promises that I can't keep guys. Um, there's just no way that I could possibly break down all the things that have happened. And you know, the worst part, I tried to go on Kanye's Instagram to like, you know, backtrack a little bit and be like, okay, where are we at? He's deleting posts like as they're going, like, I think every 24 hours, he deletes all the posts from the last 24 hours. That seems to be the pattern. Unclear. Unclear. Um, and yeah, I mean, honestly, those are the updates. Oh, we need to talk about the Tinder swindler. We need to talk about the Tinder swindler. If you guys haven't watched this, please do. It's on Netflix. It's about this man on Tinder. We all know him, especially if you're from Miami. We know this guy. Okay. All he posts are pictures of him at beach clubs and nice restaurants and the private jet. And he's always in designer clothes and his haircut's nice. And he has nice sunglasses and, you know, he looks like he's doing something. Now, being from Miami, I know, I know 
I know that that's a swindler, right? I know that 90% of the time it's either mom and dad's money or fraudulence, or if you're from Miami drugs, it's drug money. That's like, there's like always a good chance that it's drugs, right? That's just something you learn at a very young age being from Miami. Okay. So it kind of like, so there's this guy, whatever he's on Tinder, it all happens on Tinder Tinder, and they, uh, the documentary kind of takes you through a few of the women that he matched with on Tinder. And guys, it's just a wild ride. Ultimately, I don't want to spoil it for, for you if you haven't watched it, but it is just like fuck boy to the nth degree, right? Like there's so much money involved and money that's not his. And I think if, if nothing else, it's number one entertaining, but number two, it's a good learning lesson. Okay. We get, we've all done stupid shit for people that we're into. We've all had boyfriends that have taken way more from you than they ever should. We've been there. Like we can relate, right ladies? Yeah. I was about to say, am I right again? I need to stop. Who am I? Am I right? So my point is watch the Tinder swindler, learn a few lessons, put that guard up ladies, especially on Tinder. These, these men are out of control. (laughs) Um, Good news though, is that after the documentary aired, he was banned from Tinder and I saw a post, I'm not sure if it was real or not, that he got arrested. So unclear, but um, either way, I I recommend the watch. I will be watching next uh, the Pam and Tommy Lee docu, biopic docuseries, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, it's, it seems really interesting. That's something that like, I don't know. I feel like if you're my age, we were like a little too young to fully know. I knew there was a sex tape or whatever. We were a little too young to fully know like the inner workings of that. And also it was in a time where we didn't have social media and it wasn't like as in our face as, you know, Kim and Pete and all (laughs) Kim and Ski. Um, (laughs) so I feel like uh, a documentary on them would be super interesting because there's a lot of stuff that happened behind the scenes, probably that we didn't know. So going to watch that. I'll keep you up to date. I'm going to reserve all of my Bravo talk to next week with, with Ange. So, you know, TBD on all the Bravo stuff, but that's kind of my little take guys. You know, I know it's not that long. This episode is probably the shortest that we have ever and will ever do. But again, I do not have it in me. I'm looking at myself in a computer. Like guys, I don't like, this is a good exercise in how comfortable you are speaking because I'm staring at myself in a computer speaking to a microphone and it's a very uncomfortable exercise. (laughs) So not going to push it. Uh, You get what you get and you don't get upset. We've said it before and I'll say it again. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, That's our little recap for this week, guys. That's all I've got. Um, Tune in, follow us, all the things and um, tell Angie Mr and that you wish her well in her new, her new endeavors. Uh, we will be together in two weeks. So hopefully we'll get you some good content from that. And yeah, I'll let you know if there's any other housekeeping news guys, but that's about it. So I hope you have a beautiful rest of your week and see you next week. Bye.